Hi, I'm Muriel. And I'm Nick. And welcome to Hella in, in Your 30s. 30s. This week, we take you on a date with us to the drive-in movie theater. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hell in Your 30s. This is a podcast for people of all ages, all about navigating this dystopian world. Whoops. Dystopian world yes. we live in. Yes, and you know what? A lot of podcasts do a lot of things. You know, some of them bring you fancy guests. Some of them do. I don't know what other podcasts do, but what we do is we bring you into our life. And right now, that means recording inside of our 2008 Honda Fit. While we're at the drive-in movie. That is right, baby. We are doing it. We are. We're, this is date night. It's a Monday night. All right. The corona's happening, and everyone's like, look, put on your mask, socially distance, and figure out what you're going to do with your life. And for us and all these people that we're surrounded by, tonight that means going to see Tenet, right? Some big Hollywood hotshot movie at the drive-in theater in sunny, warm, beautiful Southern California. I'm sorry. It's hot. It's just hot. <laughs> it's muggy. The fires are intermittently going off and on, so yeah, right. the air quality is like medium, they say. But right now, we drove to Long Beach. Are I don't. I really don't know We're where we are. We're pretty far away from LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was and, forty minutes. Yeah, and there's hella people here, and we're all just in our cars, <laughs> watching this screen. I don't know. This is way, way, way more like cool than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Well, you've never been to a drive-in in your whole life. I've never been to a drive-in in my whole life. We've never been to one as a couple, obviously, but I have been to one as, like, I went as a teenager a couple times. Oh, really? Yeah, and they were really fun. I don't remember any of the movies I saw. I just remember, like, running around. In fact, I remember the sensation I'm feeling now, which is like, ooh, let's go get into trouble. Like, what's <laughs> up with the snack stand? Well, you know okay, I mean? so there's this... <laughs> I'm going to be real honest right now. So snacks are my favorite part of seeing movies. Hands down, always, every day, all day. Okay? We came here. I had a feeling like a tingling in my loins (laughs) that the snack (laughs) bar here would be out of control. Yeah. It is. They have nachos. If you're a kid, you can get pancakes and bacon. (laughs) You can get hot dogs. You can get, like, I mean, literally anything. But the thing is, we weren't sure what the snack situation was going to be, and I was going to throw a big old fucking fit if yeah. <laughs> the snacks weren't good. So we went and got cheese plate. <laughs> <laughs> we showed up with our own snacks. <laughs> we have sparkly water. We have cheese plates. Like, that's a couple of different kinds of fancy cheese and some, like, sl- thinly sliced Italian meats. We have We got a charcuterie chips. board, baby. You know? <laughs> 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 we yeah. also got some potato chips and M&M's, and too. Yeah, we got Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> so shit's really going down for real. We thought we were going to get here super early. We got here. We are almost edged out of a front row seat. Yeah, we did manage to get a good spot. but yeah, it is, is really it's pre- it, But its place is full. They're operating at some diminished capacity, but it doesn't feel diminished. I wouldn't want to be closer to the cars than we're now under the best of circumstances. Well, the movie we're going to see, I've been wanting to see for uh, a very long time, since before the pandemic. I saw the previews for this, and I thought this looked like the baddest-ass movie yeah. of all time. But I thought the title was Tent. 
<laughs> and based on the premise of the movie, I didn't understand why it wasn't a palindrome. <laughs> right. And so I we got done. We were watching, what is it, 1819? 1917? 1917? The war movie? Yeah, yeah. that was great. And then, but they had like this you know, preview before that. And we got done with the movie and I was like, man, that movie's great. And you know, Tent looks good, but I don't understand why that's the title of the movie. <laughs> like, based on the time travel thing, it should be like a palindrome. <laughs> Except instead I was saying, it should be an anagram. And me and MPD were like, what the hell is wrong with you? It's clearly... It's called Tenet. The whole oh graphic flashed across the screen. <laughs> I thought, I was like. <laughs> it was like, how do these people get these movies made? I really wanted to see it, but I was like, man, why didn't they call it Tent? <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> um, I know. I'm excited to see this. I, I, don't, I never saw Inception. I don't love uh, Christopher Nolan's movies, but he's made a few ones that I love. I feel like you always say Christopher Nolan in this like hella derisive way. It was interesting the drive up here. I feel like it was very much like a like a sort of a marriage situation. Yeah, we're driving up here, and you're like Christopher Nolan, and I'm just like I don't know who that is. And then you're like God, Christopher Nolan. Will you Google his movies? And then yeah. I googled it, and I was reading them to you. You're like, okay. Oh yeah! <laughs> like read all of them. <laughs> I wanted to know all of them because I love following. That's the first movie he made. It was that that was this like DIY. Like he was in film school or something and made it with like all these like leftover canisters of sixteen millimeter film from different film shoots that he could get for free. Yeah, yeah. So he had to like invent a story that he could shoot in like six minute chunks, like on weekends over the course of a year so he knew like everyone's faces would change and he couldn't have like locations remain the same so he like wrote a story that fit those restrictions which and it's is a, sick I it's like that. i love yeah. that shit that's like my favorite kind of shit so and it's so so good and then he did memento which i remember thinking was awesome but it's probably not that good upon like for, i don't know doesn't that seem like the kind of movie that like didn't age well for some reason I didn't see it but i do feel like this is like some sort of cynicism tornado or it's like when you get to a certain point you're yeah, like yeah. wait is it good yeah, and then right. it's like goes a little bit and it's like there's no way it would be good and it's like but maybe it is yeah right yeah uh, just as confounding as a christopher nolan timeline itself yeah so, you know what's so funny what? is that you're so much smarter than me about certain things this is true and you're at it i just am like what like your references i'm not getting <laughs> just like a christopher nolan timeline <laughs> just like you're he like, makes movies maybe i should go get in line and get some nachos <laughs> uh, all right well i think that the energy here is actually feels Something more like this is the closest. This is the most people we've been around. I mean, we're all socially distanced, whatever, even though the people next to us are not supposed to be outside of their car and they've parked their pickup truck backwards and are totally on top. And they're living a life that looks really fun. Now they're it doing it right. Against the rules. I know, but they have a bucket of chicken. Yeah, they're fucking. No, they're really it. having a great time. But OK, so I'm not saying we're surrounded by people, but this is the most communal thing we've done. And it feels like kind of fun and electric. Oh, yeah. For sure. Everybody's kind of nice. Some guy had his dog. <laughs> yeah, People are yeah, just yeah. doing stuff. Bathrooms are packed. I mean, it's very <laughs> like post-apocalyptic. Like you come in and it's like they have like a masks must be wear worn sign, but it's in that like yellow and black of like a like um, caution sign or like a biohazard sign. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like everything is like pretty intense in terms of the signage for that. 
And then also, um, the bathrooms are like covered in caution tape, which is really intense. And um, like what? Oh, are the we starting? Previews are starting. We start. All Dude, right, we're gonna start on. this. Okay, guys. Sorry, we're gonna. You have the keys. Remember, you were like, I'm putting the keys in my purse, and I'm quote. Listen, and I, thought I that had was- two glasses of wine before we got in the car <laughs> that you were jealous of because you had to drive. So I'm just trying to keep my life together. All right. So they gave us the radio station. Where did the piece of paper go? Oh, here it is. It's uh. 89.7 FM. Oh my God. Let's see how this sounds, guys. We were very. Oh my God. We're listening to a movie inside of our car. Ooh, I'm already scared. Are our headlines on? No. The people behind us got headlines on? I think it's just those snack shack. Oh, it's like, security. Oh no. There's people with headlights. So, oh, security is rolling by. I wonder if they're going to put the smack down. Nope. Seems like they're letting them go. We're um, the only people who are squared. Oh, this is the this is the preview for the new Candyman remake. <gasps> Candyman is scary as hell. Jordan Peele's producing this? Hell yeah, Jordan Peele's probably gonna have a prestige horror come out for the rest of our natural lives. Are you sure we don't have our headlights on? Yes, Muriel. There would be see that car in front of us that doesn't have headlights on it. Yeah. That well, would not be the case. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm feeling like kind of romantic and teenagery. This is actually literally a scary preview. I can't see some of it. Okay. So we did have a lot of worries about how this was going to work technically. Can you see the screen? It's pretty pale. I no, feel like I everyone needs to turn their stupid lights off. There are people behind us definitely with their lights on. Look yeah. at all those motherfuckers. Turn your headlights off. Yeah, they all have their headlights on. Oh, no. All right. Well, it would appear this remake of Candyman does away with the like white lady. Remember that old? F- oh yeah, that was original. so weird. It's like a white lady goes into the She's projects. She's like a white reporter. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Okay. They they left her out of this one. Which I am good ter- riddance. I, <laughs> yeah, I love Candyman. I know. It's so good. That's what we used to do when we were kids. We'd lock ourselves in the bathroom, two at a time. My brothers and I. <laughs> I was the oldest by a lot also. So I had to really uh, adjust my uh, maturity level. We used to sit (laughs) in the bathroom and then we would dare each other say Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Yeah. While the other one flushed the toilet. (laughs) But you had the door locked and all the lights off. And then the other person would stay on the other side of the door to make sure that... They, they were okay. What was the flushing of the toilet part of it? It just adds chaos. That w- <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, is this like the Top Gun remake? I guess. I want these motherfuckers to turn off their lights. I know. Sucks. That's so bizarre. Everybody has their headlights I can on. see Poor yeah, why? those three people directly behind us and that fourth person. Well, it should. My name is Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I got to get off this thing. All right, let's get our cheese play going. Oh, yes! (laughs) 
10 minutes in and this movie sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> Denzel it. Washington's son is like the worst actor I've ever seen. Wow. Why is he? I'm so mad that he got this opportunity. It's like you're already Denzel Washington's son. <laughs> you know, don't take movies like this from people that would be good at it. I mean, this is not a good movie. This the script is, is really, really bad. Okay, so far. But I'm, like, into it. I like watching crazy action movies. Yeah, I cannot wait for some action to actually start. Well, we couldn't see it before because everybody had their headlights on. <laughs> yeah, right. They have uh, the security people here came, made everyone turn their headlights off, and then the people who's, like, parking lights are too bright, they put some paper over it, which I really appreciate, you know? I really like the um ethos. I don't think this movie sucks. I think it's just bad. <laughs> but I, there's a difference. Okay, break I'm down the like, difference. Break down the difference. I've walked out of like a handful of movies. Zach and Mary make a porno is terrible. That Mark Wahlberg like marine movie he did. Oh, that's yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Really bad. Yeah, I'm not saying but this like, is look like at this. he's like running up walls. I don't even understand what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. No, this is not. I mean, I'm this having. Isn't oh, good, but okay, it's there like he is. He's killing someone now. I'm ready for it to be entertaining, but I would venture to say the first 20 minutes are not entertaining on any level. I'm not saying they're, it's as bad as the worst movies that you hate or that one would hate. But in terms of if this- Why, you're too busy eating cheese and crackers. <laughs> you <laughs> don't know. even pay, pay attention. Oh, my God. I've been uh, sucking all that good um, uh, prosciutto juice off my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Got that real good grease. Hold on, I'm trying to get back into it. Okay, okay, the action has begun. Let's see if this is good. Whoop. They're back. They're almost taken out by a very unusual type of ammunition in Ukraine. I want to know who supplied them. My name is Sanjay. Sanjua? No chit chat? There's no one at the other end. No chit chat? Anyway. <laughs> Well, I am feeling like this is a really romantic date night. Oh, baby. We're like leaning back in our chairs. We're kind of snuggling a little bit. Now I really understand why you'd want one of those like um, muscle car, like front bench seats. You know, oh, yeah, because you can snug and like do stuff. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Those snacks were so good. Okay, the snacks were unparalleled. Those stupid, it's like the 300, it's like Whole Foods 365 um, sour cream and cheddar potato chips. Yeah. Those are like the best potato chips. They're so good. They're scary. I had to put them back. They scared me. Well, I like that that's your review of the movie. The movie is pretty bad, guys. I mean, this is really, truly... Wow, I was really thinking it was going to be super great and well, fun. I thought it was going to be like, I don't know, mission... Like, I thought it was going to have action in it. It's just like... Well, there's action in it. It's just, there's it's just been the like, writing is so bad. There's been like two action sequences. And I'll say this, and I know everyone doesn't want to hear it. I don't think Christopher Nolan knows how to direct or choreograph fist fighting i thought it was bad in all his batman movies and i think it sucks in this movie i don't understand what's going on now <laughs> he's back with this really super tall jig i don't get this no i mean this is not, i'm sorry there's the action sequences have been there's only been two of them and they have been lame Ugh, the things you're fixating on in this 
situation is just b- really bizarre to me. I'm just saying. The I could- fist fights are lame. The movie doesn't make any <laughs> sense. And Denzel Washington's son is like refusing to act. Yeah, he's cool, man. God, that tall lady really has a long neck. I know. She's very odd. I don't understand what's going on or who's connected to who. It's all that's that's a cool is that in back in the Ukraine? Where are they? That's a cool like seaside villa. Nobody knows. They were just in Mumbai. And now they're on a yacht in like the like the Mediterranean. It's like we just want to see backwards f- action sequences. Well, you know, like if you're going to explore. I don't want to bitch about this anymore. Oh. This is. <laughs> <laughs> we're okay. having a date night. We're watching the thing. We're eating snacks. I know. We're what are the things we like? Lovey. You. I like you a lot. <laughs> I really like potato chips. Um, I'd also kind of go for a walk around. I'd go check like the vibes of the. Parameters. I want to watch the stupid movie. <laughs> Why are you acting so terrible? It's because we could hold hands and go for like a little stroll. Oh my god! You don't want to. You know, I want to watch the movie. <laughs> well, people are leaving. This is insane. I th- I feel like. Yeah. I can't imagine that this movie, like, nobody has seen this movie and thought it was good, right? I can't imagine anyone being intrigued by it on any level. They're so lucky it's summer blockbuster got pushed back, because this would have been, like, the greatest flop in history. (laughs) Yeah, right. And now it's just, like, a flop in a sea of, like, who knows what. Right. I mean, I think that was the thing. They were like, they could have put it out on, if they had put just put it out on Amazon Prime or Netflix or whatever, people would have watched it and been like, oh, this is terrible, don't see it. But it's the only new release in, like, drive-ins or wherever they are playing movies, so people just go see it because there's nothing else to see. It's like would have been so fun if it was just an action movie and all of the scenes are so bad and it's 90% just talking scenes. <laughs> just boring ass, boring ass scenes. Wow. This is fuck. It's hilarious also when people get up and leave in a drive-in because they turn on their lights <laughs> yeah, right. and fuck up the screen for everybody <laughs> yeah. as they like slowly, sadly walk. <laughs> it's like light up away. the screen and then turn and light up everyone's car yeah, one at a it's time. it's a huge fuck you to the whole situation. <laughs> It'd be like if you were at a movie theater and then you just like turn on your flashlight of your phone and like shine it at the screen and then put it in everyone's eyeballs on this their way out so of the theater. so funny. Okay, so <laughs> just to recap, okay, yeah. we're watching Tenant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just you forgot. To, just to recap, if you forgot, yeah, this is the plot so far, okay? Yes. Denzel Washington and Robert Pattinson, or whatever, Denzel Washington Jr., yeah, whatever, and Robert Pattinson are chasing an evil Russian who um, is going to I destroy the world by making it go backwards in time. <laughs> and the way they... So, oh, he's injured? I don't get this at all. So, basically... Okay. So... So Denzel Washington Jr. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to describe this plot. It's just getting weirder and weirder. But like he, so they decide to go back in time to try to steal 
this like crazy mystic stone from this Russian dude. Yeah, it's like a warhead thing. But it's not. It's like a right. block of something that's like the next key to the next like time portal. Yeah. And if you go back in time, you have to always wear an oxygen mask. And if you touch your present time self annihilation then you explode <laughs> <laughs> but not that we've been able to see that happen to anyone yet i mean like the we, whole, it's just like right now we're watching them move forward in time to an event that's moving backwards in time and the whole thing is i guess they're trying to save this woman who who cares i mean she's, she's not lot, she's just a normal lady well and she's just like if anything she benefited from her husband the arms dealer and i get that they don't like get along anymore but she's not a good person she hasn't done one single thing that's like good for the world right and he's like risking everything to save her for some reason and we're supposed to care about that she's sad about her son i think denzel washington's fighting himself right now oh yeah that would make sense that makes sense i mean it's the only thing that's made sense this entire time there's these paintings we don't understand what they're about there's like, um, uh, I mean, none of this makes any sense. There's it's, a lady in Dubai, and then I don't even know who he's working for. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, this is quite possibly the worst movie I've ever seen in my well, life. Well, this guy was pretty good in Black Klansman, you know, and the Robert Pattinson is great in Good Time. Like he's, he's a, a good, good actor. Right? They're both. He I was mean, good in that weird black and white like pirate movie we watched, where him and William Dafoe were like in the lighthouse. Remember that one? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he was good in that. I, mean, I just thought that movie was really dumb. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was like, The Lighthouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did not well, like that movie. I just like that William Dafoe is just being a pirate the whole time. You know, but he was just, it was kind of like watching a, like a BBC play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is uh, so, this is funny. Well, I'm, I'm so glad we did it so far, but it is really tickling me that so many people are pulling out and well, driving away. Well, so far, the first, like, Remember how I was complaining about how uh, he's not good at directing fight scenes? Mm -hmm. And then we watched them do the fight scene. That is now the scene they're just re-showing. From a different angle. It's just like the same lame-ass fight. It's just like literally not a good fight. That's the big reveal is we're going to re-watch this weak-ass fight from a different point of view. I think Denzel Washington Jr. is like four feet tall. Pattinson knew the whole time. <laughs> Spoiler alert. The most basic plot point that you could have guessed is actually true. See, this is running backwards and it looks weird and cool. The whole thing should just be that. I'm glad we're doing this play-by-play. -play. <laughs> yeah, right. The this only thing worse than a movie that doesn't make sense is two people <laughs> trying to describe it. <laughs> this just makes me want to rewatch The Matrix. Boy, I want to watch The Matrix every day of my life. That movie is tight. I know. I got so jealous when you told me you watched it the other night when I wasn't home. Yeah. The thing is, though, is that unless I'm watching reality TV, yeah. you make me wait for you for everything. I literally can't watch anything without I you. have the worst FOMO in the world I when it comes to you watching stuff. <laughs> It'll be a thing that I don't even care about. I know that. I know. You when have you were like, so I watched The FOMO. Matrix. And I was like, what? When? <laughs> what? The Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want to watch the Matrix. I can't tell how loud we're being. Nah, no one can hear us. I mean, tr I mean, no one cares. <laughs> Everyone is either asleep or whatever. Well, I am horrifically full. 
of cheese and crackers. Oh, yeah. And then I just ate all those M&Ms, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we didn't eat all day. This was a good, like, be hungry until you get to your snack plate type situation. Oh, my God. This is unfucking real Now everything's on fire. I know you always get the most <laughs> FOMO ever. I, I'll do say I'll be like, I watch this movie. Why? <laughs> I want to watch. I it. can't watch King of the Hill. Can't watch The Simpsons. No, definitely not. Can't watch. Uh, you can't watch anything without me except for <laughs> Chopped. You can watch know, Chopped I all know, you want. I know. And like, um, I don't know. Every once in a while, you'll be into some or like other cooking shows. You definitely can't watch Great British Baking without me. <laughs> You know, there is like doing a play by play of this movie is literally pointless, but your play by play to me about Matrix was pretty good. Oh, yeah. yeah I explained the whole plot of Matrix to Nick. Yeah, that was pretty tight. Yeah. Um, because we were trying to figure out, like, uh, in internet parlance, like what red pilled and blue pilled meant and, and all that kind of yeah. stuff, like whatever kind of weird socio political internet slang that is because i still don't quite understand it but i think we kind of i think we kind of cracked the code but you had to explain matrix to me in order to do it and i and i don't even know if that's really even where it's from (laughs) (laughs) i think it is right i think those are the pills who knows Uh, more people are bailing (laughs) (laughs) everyone's leaving people are leaving i mean there's no reason why anyone should care if this woman lives or dies except for she's just except for just this character says he cares. Hold on, I want to see how this ends. Okay, here we go. It's kind of... It's kind of relaxing just to sit here and kind of absorb something you don't understand. Yeah, absolutely. It's almost like watching a foreign film. With no subtitles. With no subtitles. Yeah. I mean, I love going to the drive-in. <laughs> this is great. This is great. I would see more movies here, too. Absolutely. I want to speak to someone who liked this movie. <laughs> and then I want them to explain the plot to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So what I'm hoping here is that He's going to touch himself, and then that's going to be the explosion they need, like the annihilation of when the future touches the inversion person. There's an explosion, apparently. Oh, no, he's pretending to be dead or something. I mean, this whole thing is built up to this huge, like, mission, so everyone's got crazy guns and there's explosions and it's supposed to be exciting and it's just complete gibberish it's just visual and narrative gibberish and it drives me crazy that everyone's supposed to just accept that like these people will do anything for the love of their son and it's like we haven't seen the Nick, sun. That's not even a. I know you're saying that. <laughs> that's such a small part of this movie. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's such a dumb part of this movie. <laughs> like it's important. Like that's their whole motivation is like their love for their son or whatever. See, she is using the I sunscreen. I want to watch it.
Oh, see, see, she slicked the ground with the sunscreen, and now he's. She... Oh, damn! Well, that's pretty epic. But I thought that if she does that, then. All right. Well, she shot the husband and then pushed her off, pushed him off the boat because the deck was slippery with sunscreen and then his body like flipped over and like kind of like in the titanic when that guy is falling I off know, the titanic and hits is, a thing that part is insane flips over yeah, yeah it was kind of like it was an ode to the titanic yeah you know? definitely ode to the titanic the like this movie it's just gonna go down, <laughs> going down this is the only mo movie in the history of the world that made titanic seem short People are going to be revealed as double crossers or, you know, they knew it the whole time or blah, blah, blah. And literally none of it would make a difference to me. I don't think there's a possible turn of events that would make this cool or interesting. Oh, you know, I like the, you know, uh, I'm enjoying it. Whoop. There she goes up. Oh, she saw herself jump off the side of the boat. Great. I just want to see someone touch themselves so they can, I can see what all this annihilation is all about. So the whole world was going to end, but she had to shoot him because she doesn't like him. <laughs> and if she shoots him, the world's going to end. Is that his body? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Also, future him is still running around, right? I think so. What? Every time they... I don't know if, if I can think of a movie whose snappy dialogue is as dull and stupid as this movie. Pretty sure. Uh, I mean, I know you're talking about the dialogue. I okay, we're we're having two very distinct sort of experiences here. Uh huh. Where I think for me, I just want to know what's going on. <laughs> well, I think their mission works. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. He's going back to do that whole mission over again. Well, we'll never know what could happen. Why? Why? They wouldn't care. It's the woman with the longest neck. Sorry. Yeah, I'm the protagonist I'm keep, of this story. I'm sorry I keep shushing you. I feel <laughs> terrible about it. This makes I'm. Uh, that's hilarious. Did she just die? He said, "I haven't been working for you. I've been working for me. I'm the protagonist of this story." No one knows real. 
What? That's the end of the movie? I honestly, yeah. I don't, I am saying this, okay, A, I am, I apologize for shushing you so much. I was being obnoxious. Because <laughs> I wanted to know what was going on. Yeah, but I was, like, it didn't matter. It wasn't like. To you it didn't. <laughs> That's what I'm saying is, like, you wanted to just, you, it was very important to talk about how annoying they, the dialogue was. But for me, I really wanted to know. I, it's like a, it's like doing a crossword puzzle. I was just like, can I figure out what's going on? <laughs> yeah, right. I, honest to God. Yeah. I don't know what that movie was about. No, definitely not. Definitely not. It was about people trying to stop, I think, the end of the world. But I'm not even sure if that's true. Oh my God! It's the Travis Scott Tenet soundtrack. I thought um, closing credits banger. I thought uh, what's his face was pretty good. What Pattinson? What? He was okay. No, his. I mean, his accent was all over the place. Pattinson? Yes. It was just British. The no, it was time. not. Sometimes Nicholas, it was really weird on, vampire talk. What do you think? He, he, he is for, British. He is. Yeah. I didn't know that. I think he is. I think he's just British, like he's a British guy. He's so good in that Good Times movie. <laughs> that is the most unbelievable performance. If he's actually British, that fool is a genius. Okay, can I bring up my, can I do my little women hot take? And then we got to go. What's the matter? I was looking at my phone. Oh. Can I do my little women hot take? Yes. Okay, great. So remember when we watched the new Little Women and it was really, like it was jumping all over time, but it was really confusing because... The girls never looked older or younger yeah. in any of the time jumps. I think that the equivalent problem in this is that no one was acting ever, right? So if like when it was they were like jumping around, it was like impossible to tell what was going on because no actors were actually being a character and like having an emotion. I think you could make that argument. I think it's well, actually just, a pretty good analogy. I think I just did make it, and I think I'm right. Um, all right, well, now we have to find our phones. Everything in the whole car is everywhere. Our dashboard is full of cheese plates. <laughs> oh, my God. We got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. We're like the, like, the only people left because uh, everybody left. Everyone left so early. <laughs> Damn, it's time for an ad. That's right. We make our own over here. If you're new to the podcast, we just like to plug our Patreon. Yes. For a limited time until November 4th, to be exact, we have opened a $3 a month tier on our Patreon. That's right. You get some bonus episodes every month, and occasionally we will send you a gift. The next upcoming gift uh -huh. will be, uh, let me just give you a little hint of what you'll hear. You know what I mean? Like, it's just such a big, manly beard. Yeah. And then when you shave it off just at that moment yeah. you just look like a little baby girl <laughs> you took it off and like all of a sudden i'm like he's got long eyelashes big blue eyes like dimples <laughs> nice little pink lips straight up girl delicate little chin great cheekbones like so everyone who signs up by november 4th is gonna get a hella in your 30s custom original mixtape emailed to your inbox yes sir <laughs> all right that, hey see that ad was nice and painless because just like that it's over <laughs> well despite the amount of complaining that 
<laughs> we did. Yeah. That really did make me miss movies. Yeah. It was so... I mean, I love going to the drive-in. I would do that any... I would do that with you all the time. I yeah. want to... Now I figure out, like, they're showing Coco. Like, I, I want to see if there's fun like throwback movies to go see i do think that that that's one thing that i'll throw out there yeah. the drive-in is very fun 100 yeah. percent recommend yeah i think that it is like there's nothing like watching a movie in a theater where it's like you're it's like quiet and the sound is loud yeah, you're tuned and in you're and dialed in and yeah. you're locked in like this right. is not that experience <laughs> yeah, and sure. i do think it's more fun to go if you like have a movie you know and love yeah totally you know rather than like a new release that is as complicated <laughs> as <laughs> well i mean to me it was like yeah we complained about it but i had just had like the most fun talking trash about it it was you know? so fun yeah and, you know i i got so i mean also can i just say i'm yeah. brainstorming snacks obviously that's my thing i was like the snacks we brought were amazing yeah. way too many of them way too complicated <laughs> yeah, <right>. so like <laughs> I mean, I, we were cutting ourselves cheese boards yeah we tried well we tried i had a bowl <laughs> there was like I, there was cheese all over the place. Like we lost both of our phones. Uh, my little olive thing I bought like leaked, leaked everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so the next time we do this, yeah, we are gonna go to the snack bar because I think that that's a big part of it because it's all yeah. like self-contained and you yeah, can get what right, you want and right. it's, it comes in a little box. Yeah, but we checked it out like probably fifteen minutes before the preview started that's when we like walked and scoped out the snack bar and it was a long line yeah so, you, so you have to get there gonna, early yeah we got to get there hella early we're yeah. gonna get there like 45 minutes early yeah front and center first person at the snack line <laughs> yeah. get my nachos put yeah. them on top of the radiator so they stay warm <laughs> i mean this was like honestly like they really got something going on there that's very special you know it made me be interested to go into a drive-in concert like i know thundercat just did a drive-in concert and they had a, a stage set up there that was clearly for musicians like i think i would totally do that to be honest going to a drive-in concert actually probably fits what i'm looking for more than going to an actual concert yeah you know? right you just yeah. like like you have a place to sit you have a place to like fart if you need to <laughs> yeah. it's easy to get to the bathroom there's snacks you can make a you can bring your own cheese board if need be. <laughs> it sounds really great like when i saw that people were doing that i was kind of like oh that seems lame but now i think i absolutely i'm I, I'm like completely open to it. Yeah. This whole thing has been, I mean, I, it was really nice to just be around other people who wanted the same thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think for the most part, like I've only since the, um, kind of lockdown began, the pandemic yeah. happened. Like I've only been around people who don't want to be where they are. You know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah, it's like the only time that you're in kind of like a crowd is like, like when you're in the grocery store and everyone's stressed yeah, or like right. some sort of store or you're waiting in line for something and people are stressed. Yeah. Or right. Like if you're walking around stupid ass LA yeah. and everybody's not wearing a mask and they're just like outside kicking it. Yeah. In like right. Big groups and like you and like maybe 30% of the group is like 
stressed trying to get through this area <laughs> yeah, totally. and then the rest of the group is kind of like defiantly stressed at being like well i'm awesome but this is a little stressy <laughs> yeah right i don't know it's just yeah, like totally. it was the first time where it's like okay well we're all gonna let's let, is this gonna be fun <laughs> yeah you know? right. like there's a lot of us but everyone they've they got the parking spots all spaced out and you, everyone stays in their car yeah and we get to do this thing and i think yeah like everyone wanted to be there the movie was uh indecipherable it was so <laughs> funny how many people left early. Yeah. That was the funniest part to me because yeah. I thought maybe I was being like kind of, you know, like hard on the movie. Yeah. Actually, that's a lie. I did not understand that movie at all. So I I, I know I already said that, yeah. but I, I really, tr- but I was truly trying to understand. Right. Like I was really trying to figure it out. Yeah. But I was distracted by like all the snacks and like negotiating things. Yeah. I mean, I was just, gra- I was just looking for anything to cling to, to enjoy it. So I didn't really, like I gave up on understanding it almost immediately. See, I think that's why we kept fighting that we were talking about it in the car. Cause I was like, I was being such a pain in the ass. I'm sorry. I kept shushing you, but I think, <laughs> that's why is because you had already given up so you weren't paying attention to the movie at all well i was looking for like is anyone giving a good performance i know is any of the action exciting i know i know and your questions regarding those things would always happen at crucial plot points <laughs> <laughs> which is they why were, i was like i think you're i was not, not asking questions i was not asking you questions are, i was making statements i was delivering good bits okay whatever I was you making were doing jokes, whatever cracking you, funnies whatever you were doing it was always at this point where I was like, why is he not want to hear what this guy? It's literally the like this might be the only time we understand what's going on because yeah. like you just like so much stuff happens you don't understand and then one guy yeah. like epically looks at the camera and yeah. then the one guy goes, wait, why are we going back in time? And then he's like, because Nick's like the thing about <laughs> the Washington Sun, which are good bits, but I'm always like, why did you say it then? They just had this boring ass conversation, like say it then. But then I realized it's because you're not paying attention at all to the plot. Yeah, I gave up on that immediately. That's like when I went to go see whatever the most recent theater Star Wars was. And I was like, I went without having watched any of the other Star Star Wars. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to go and just enjoy the spectacle. And I don't care about the plot at all. And that is actually a fun way to watch a movie if there is spectacle to latch on to. Or at least like cool performances. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I thought the music of Tenet was really good. I mean, whatever. It was good. <laughs> I did really like it. I know. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just like still kind of, I'm still, my mind is still blown from um, sort of my, my, uh, my, I don't know how that movie got made. We were driving away last yeah. night and we were like kind of driving through freeways of Los Angeles, listening to music. And it was just like the end of the night we were reflecting and Nick was like, you know, you were saying like, I was like, how did this movie get made? Yeah. And you were like, it's because fuck Hollywood and movies are bad. And then I was like, I think that at the end of the day, in my heart, I still want them to be good. I want movies to be good too. I think that in the, uh, in the normal times, Tenet would be one of a dozen sort of like big summer things that people care about in the theaters. Right. And you'd be able to pick and choose. And we probably wouldn't have actually, we would have seen it based on the previews. It looked super fun. Actually, we were both excited to see it. We both went in really wanting it to be good and kind of expecting it to be good. And, or at least, uh, you know, original or understandable, (laughs) comprehensible, anything. So anyways, like, 
but so you know you go you see a couple and two out of five are like as bad as tenant and one out of five is like really great and other ones are fine or whatever and that's just like part of going to movies but when movie theaters themselves are sort of on the brink of extinction, AMC just announced that they're going to be out of cash by the end of the year. Didn't Regal close? Regal closed so all like, the like American. Hollywood is scrambling to figure out like what is the future of movie theaters going to look like, right? And then when the one sort of like thing on the mantle to go look at is Tenant, I'm not saying fuck movies, but I am also saying like, why would they survive? Like, why would people want to go to the movie theaters to see movies like that? Because we want to get out of the house and see something big. Yeah. You know, like, I I think in a lot of ways I could see it being a huge upswing and seeing stuff. Because, like, streaming has been so huge. You can see anything from your house. And yeah. we've been just doing that for, like, you know, the last few years. Yeah. But, like, now... I can understand like that's I guess what I meant is like I understood the value of it more yeah like like less of a novelty and more of like oh yeah this is like a thing to do yeah not like kind of a waste of money that might be bad yeah because so I was like I could kind of see like people really having like an upswing in movie attendance once all these restrictions are lifted and the vaccine comes out but that being said I also think that this is an anomaly because that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Right. Like I, 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 I could say like, if it, I could think of like 50 great action movies. Yeah. And then like, I, I would have even watched transformers or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. Like just something that was just like fun and dumb to watch that was easily followable. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it's honestly one of the worst drive-in movies. Cause it's like inscrutable. Right. Like it's so hard to understand what's happening. And then if the guy behind you puts his headlights on or you lose your like cheesy knife, all of a sudden it's like you miss like maybe one crucial piece of information, you know, it's like very difficult to understand my without like ultimate concentration. Right. And I do love going to the movie theater. Like I, I want them to be good. And I love as much as I complain about celebrity culture. I love movie stars. I know. I I, they're, I love watching good movie stars act their asses off. It's one of my favorite things in the whole world. And they don't even have to be a movie star. I just love watching incredible actors really go for it. I yeah. love it. My personal hope, I guess, I don't think this will happen, but for the future of movie theaters, like I hope they survive. But I hope the Christopher Nolans and the Martin Scorsese's and you know Tom Hanks just came out with this big thing about the importance of movie theaters. I hope the people that get that really became like truly wealthy because of that system does like what Quentin Tarantino did in this neighborhood and buy their own movie theater and play their own movies and break even or whatever. But like these, there's all these like monsters, you know, Titans of the industry that of course they're going to consider it this vital part of the communion of society because they get to see their projects you know, projected to God level sizes and everyone comes and claps and loves their movies. Like I understand why they love them, but it's like, then put your money where your mouth is and, and have your own movie theater and play the movies that you think people should see, you know, and play, you do it. You guys have them and curate cool stuff. You know, I happen to not really actually like the stuff that Quentin Karen, Taren, you know, know you're, uh, you're curates just like such a hater though. in this neighborhood, but I don't want to be, I just, and I would be, it would be so cool if like 
Christopher Nolan had his own movie theater, you know? Like, if you want that to survive, you have the dough to do it. Well, you know? Yeah, that's an interesting... I guess I, I hear what you're saying. To me, like, the greater point is that hopefully this will force people to make better movies. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I think that yeah. that was at the core of what we were talking about. Yeah, it's right. like, like, why, how do... Like sometimes, like especially as of late, when we had our AMC pass, yeah, you just go and you're like, "How are these movies being made? They're so expensive, and it's like a franchise with like a mediocre lead actor that has like, you know, um, uh, like what's the word when you hmm. when you like grandfather and no nepotism? Yeah, or something? like it's like okay, like all the actors, like the two leads, it's like total nepotism that they got those parts, yeah, or like. You know, like it's like and it's commercially relevant or they're like popular in some stupid way. It's like either a remake or it's a franchise and it's lazy. Right. And you're just like, why did you make like this is so annoying (laughs) that we're paying to see this. Like the juggernaut of this machine is now like so overtaken by capitalism. Yeah. That like the stuff coming out for blockbusters is just like, you know, like a blockbuster is dumb and it's fun. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not saying that they have to be like epic and artsy on any yeah. level, but it's just like, <laughs> they can be a little better, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. they don't, they can be just like not actually bad. Right. I love blockbusters. I love action movies. Yeah. Right. They're so much fun to watch. Well, and every time they're good, the whole world collectively loses their mind. Like, remember when Mad Max Fury Road it's came so out? so good. And what is it? It's an action movie. Yeah. And, and it was just really good. And it's now it's on everyone's top 10 best movies of the last generation or And whatever. it was like a summer blockbuster. <laughs> right. And it was so fun. And the acting was incredible. And they had great actors. Yeah. And the action was like filmed in this awesome way. Right. And it was really simple storytelling. Yeah. You know, it's a good guy, a bad guy, and a... <laughs> car chase it's yeah, like that's right. all you need yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean it's like i i don't know it's just like if you can't accomplish like the christopher nolan level of tenant if you can't like actually effectively tell that story yeah i'm not gonna give it creativity points yeah you know right. what i mean no definitely but not. i was excited because i thought it was creative yeah i guess the point is is like they can be like more complicated than that but yeah. if they're gonna be simple at least make them like good <laughs> yeah, yeah. and i feel like this is kind of this thing where like if movie theaters were open and we could do anything we want and there was no virus and we saw a tenant, I think I would be less mad. Right. You know, I would would be like, Oh my God, that was so dumb. But I would have so much fun watching it. I eat the popcorn. Right. I drink a beer. We'd walk home and talk trash about it, but it would just be like another blip in the radar. That's what I'm saying about the like one in five or whatever. Right. But what I'm saying is like now, if that's a huge treat or we've been denied it for a really long time, it's like, they're going to be under the pressure to do something better than just like some sort of like, you know, popular director, movie star's son. Yeah. Like mess of a thing. Right. With like the promise of it being, you know, backwards in time or something like some weird shtick that you're like, Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure that'll be cool. Right. And like, I think that there's going to be, hopefully what it'll mean is people will just make better movies instead of movies that they think will make more money. Yeah. Right. You know, because now we're like, the absence of the ability to do that is like a palate cleanser. And now when you see a movie, you're like, I want to see a movie. 
doesn't have to be an Oscar-winning movie, but yeah. I want it to make sense and I want it to be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I right. want to like maybe tear up and laugh a little bit or yeah, right. something, yeah, right. you know, or be like, oh man, what an awesome thing, yeah, you know? Right. Like you want to just something to happen. You want an experience. I mean, after that movie, I would even settle for formulaic plot points. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm yeah. not hating on that, you yeah, know? Right. Like simple done well is difficult. Yeah, right. You know, and I'm like, you guys are the billionaires. Like you have an industry that's like, serves you like just do a tiny bit better like yeah, right. have somebody like actually edit that script and like don't right. say dumb you know like fix a dialogue <laughs> read least. any screenwriting book that you tell all of us unrepped you know <laughs> <laughs> screenwriters we have to have perfected in our minds before you <laughs> you know yeah I, uh. I don't know i just i'm like it made me feel like hopeful you know, yeah. like if you look at it, like for a blueprint of like how things will work, it's like, yeah, if we're all kind of broke and we're all like, it's almost this idea of like, if you can unplug like from normal yeah, for a little while and have like a reset to that. Yeah. And then normal comes back and you're like, this is not what I wanted. Right. I feel like people are like having that experience right now. Yeah. You know, like you just kind of put your head down and you work and you like accept so much of what's happening. Yeah. It's so hard to see how it's escalating towards oblivion and then you like unplug and then all of a sudden it's like, man, you know what? I think that was just legitimately bad. You know, <laughs> you know? you're literally talking about the Trump presidency. right? I now. know that. And with that, everyone go out there and vote for whatever is for Joe Biden. <laughs> for whatever his name is. <laughs> just, just not the other guy. Yeah. And go <laughs> vote against every single Republican uh, senator. Yeah. Get out there. Knock those motherfuckers into space. Let's do yoga. Let's get. Thank you for listening. But whatever you do, do not turn off this episode because we've right. got two little additional bonus things coming up for you. Okay, listen, we had some technical difficulties last week. Um, this is the age of, you know, whatever, Corona. So just <laughs> <laughs> everything's up in the air. Uh, we uh, accidentally left off the final part of our last episode, the five-star review yes. episode. Um, hilariously, it was the payoff to the entire episode. <laughs> we did not play it. We played all the tangents that led up to that and not the conclusion. Yeah. Um, so we're, and the thing is, is if you already downloaded it, then you have to like delete that episode and then re-download the new episode to listen to it. Yeah, anyway, right. so if you listened to it last week and you're like, that's weird. They didn't pay off anything. And then they played two of their ads in a row. <laughs> uh, just know that was not intentional. That was a mistake. Uh, that was my, a mistake. my bad. My bad. <laughs> and uh, right now we are going to play you the actual end. So if you want to like stay tuned and be like, how did that end? Yes. Then we'll play that. We also have another treat. Yes. We are going to give you just a little snippet of what our Patreon bonus episodes sound like. This was a very, very special bonus episode because Muriel got to live out her true, true self and put, she put on for me, I guess. And for everyone, her own true crime murder podcast. I did. I, I learned, I did some research and I learned about a crazy ass crime. Yes. And then I told Nick about it. And then we had a little, also a bonus one where Nick wanted me to retell another one that I told him about just from memory. So we just want to give you guys a little uh, taste of what it's like when you sign up for our Patreon and get bonus episodes. Yeah. All right. So just, just if you want to hear either of those two things, don't press stop. Right. <laughs> 
Warning, this true crime episode contains content related to murder. Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Muriel. And this is your Hella in Your 30s Patreon Patreon exclusive. Are you used to Nick and Muriel being friendly and laughing and having fun? Well, today you're in for a big-ass surprise, because we're going to be doing a true crime episode. So oh. if you're scared of murderers and psychos, then turn this off. <laughs> Here we go. The girls are at the house. They hear some noise. They go down to the basement on the wall uh, in ketchup. Um, it says, I am in your room. Come find me. So the girls freak out. Like they freak out and they run to their neighbor's house and they like go hide in the neighbor's house. Yeah. And they're like in hysterics. So the dad has to come home and he comes home and he sees the message and then he walks up to Annie's room and in Annie's room, Daniel Plant is sitting there in his dead wife's clothes and makeup with a hatchet. So he starts chasing. You know what's fucked up? What? I literally just got full body chills. <laughs> Look at my arm. Look at my oh arm. My <laughs> Look at my arm. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> so he has a hatchet. Yeah. So the girls, he like br- drags the girls back to the house. The girls are in the house. Oh. And so Daniel, Daniel LaPlante starts chasing the family like around the house. Somehow gets them like tied up with this hatchet. And then. Tied up? He ties them up. So they're like in the house tied up in Annie's so bedroom. So he overpowers the dad? Yeah, with the hatchet. So he's like, whatever. He's like, and so then he goes and he wanders through the house. He's like, people think maybe he's going to go try to find something to steal, but he like leaves him for a second. He says he's going to kill them, but he leaves him for a second. Okay, so we're going to read these reviews. Muriel doesn't think I should read by it out loud, but I wrote them to be read out loud. No, I don't think you shouldn't. I just said maybe not all seven of them, <laughs> yeah. since we just spent like hell long reading them. But if you want to, go for it. Well, we, we were going to just write five, and then, uh, but then I came up with seven, because I thought you were going to do more. It feels good to write uh, positive reviews. To I mean, I wrote them, there. but they, I was just writing them. I was like, ooh, I like that place. Okay, great. So I'm going to go first, okay? Because you really took the lead on the negativity, so it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> Take the lead on the positivity. Okay, so my first five-star review is for a restaurant in Chicago called DMK Burger Bar. Oh. Okay, here it is. Here's my review. This place is so damn good, I had to stop going here and haven't been back in years. <laughs> Not sure if they still do this, but they used to have a rewards program. We ate there a lot, and after one meal, the server said, congrats, you won the 500-point re- reward. We said thanks, and she walked away. My wife and I looked at each other. I followed her back to the server station. Sorry and asked do you get one point per dollar spent before tax and tip she said yes we had no idea we had spent that much money we cut ourselves off and never went back the burgers fries and milkshake are that damn good oh that's a great review listen nick lost his mind at that restaurant it was not a wee thing i knew how much money we were spending (laughs) those reward programs i didn't realize i just didn't know she just said she you were like whoa we got this thing and i was like i think it's per dollar we spent (laughs) and nick was like no (laughs) then he got up and chased this poor girl down and he's like um excuse me (laughs) hell stressed oh my god one time we went there with uh we were uh i was with muriel's extended like cousins and aunts and uncles and grandma and everything 
And it was my job. I was going to take them out to dinner, and then we were going to go to I.O. in the heart of Wrigleyville to watch Muriel perform like a primetime, sold-out, like hot shit comedy show, right? <laughs> so it was my job, dinner, get them to the movie theater. So we go to DMK. Everyone loves it. Oh, it was really cool, too, because one of the servers came up to me and was like, do I know you? Like they like recognize me because they had seen me do comedy and then your cousins thought I was so cool. So anyways, so it was great. And then we leave. And when I'm like literally two blocks away from the theater, I realize I am going to shit my pants. So I'm with your whole family (laughs) trying to get to this thing. And I just looked to Craig and I'm like, I'll meet you at the theater. And I pulled out my ID and I was ready to go. And I went to a bar that I had never been in. And those Wrigleyville bars could very easily be like a line at the bathroom room or not a good pooping situation but i just put my um my grace in the hands of uh-huh. gods and made it to that stupid bathroom and didn't shit my pants in front of your entire family and your family is so like buttoned up that no one asked like where i went i know they just like <laughs> let you go they were just like okay <laughs> yeah and they love you they trust you they're <laughs> right. just like go ahead Nikki. Yeah, right. you're the you're a wild go child. in that bar and take <laughs> five shots of jameson <laughs> real quick what are you do? doing in there no 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 they're cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh okay so this is mine this is this is a place that i just loved and i yeah. gave them five stars great it's the uh, Ace Hardware. <laughs> it's right by our house. <laughs> I went in there and I was like, at, right when quarantine started, and yeah. I was like, I just want to see if anybody had any 409. Yeah. And I walked in there and I was like, do you guys have 409? And they said no. And then I had this vague like home improvement project I wanted to do. And <laughs> I was like asking this guy hella questions about things I had no intention of buying. Yeah. And he was so nice to me. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, well, I have a question for you. Um, do you have, is there such thing as like discount paint? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, absolutely. And he like helped us go through all these like mismatched, like buckets of paint. Yeah, and, like, right. we bought- I was just like, this guy is insane. And it's like, it's like in the middle of LA and it feels like you're walking into some place in Iowa. Or well, something. it's in like West Hollywood too. It's just like, it's like all like, there's like a sex shop right there oh, yeah, it's and right then there. like <laughs> a weed shop and like all like a vegan spot. And then there's just like a good old salt of the earth ace hardware. Yeah. Everybody's just chilling, <laughs> slow talking. I gave them straight up five stars. And we still have that bucket of paint sitting right over there. Uh-huh. Did not paint a single table. I wrote prices were great. I wrote a lot of stuff, but then I wrote prices are great. Just the kind of community hardware store you find in the movies or something. (laughs) You find in the movies or something. (laughs) All right, here we go. Uh, I mentioned this place earlier, but I gave them five stars. The Pioneer Saloon. We woke up in Vegas and needed to get out of town. So on our way to L.A., we started looking for signs to anything that wasn't a corporate chain. Saw Pioneer Saloon and Ghost Town Cafe and Eggs All Day Cafe and decided to go for it. Turns out they're actually six miles or so off the freeway, but damn, that was a worthwhile detour. First, this place is handling the COVID precautions like absolute champs. It's clean, safe, and they have simple rules that make sense. As a server myself, I feel comfortable telling you the service was great. They were kind, good at their job, and had a lot of hungry people to deal with the food rocked brunch burger and a breakfast burrito delicious a truly magical cat hangs out on the back patio it's two shades of golden orange and has bright golden eyes best dining experience (laughs) during covid by far loved it you're so funny (laughs) (laughs) love it that place was really good though yeah Uh, the one that i wrote next was for cake monkey bakery oh if you're in la and you can go just go 
it's so great. It's like we've been going there the whole time we've lived here, and they have the best treats. That's just a plug. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, and they sell little tiny cakes, so you can get like a little tiny. You know how like when you go to Starbucks and they'll have like a little cake pop or something. Yeah, they have shit like that, but just really good. Well, they have like beautifully decorated three inch tall mini tiered cakes. Yeah, right. Which right, is just right. like. They're like seven bucks or something. And if like like when we go and visit like Nick's cousins and they have two yeah. little girls, it's just like fun to think about like get a little cake box, <laughs> yeah, get a right. tidy little cake yeah, in it. Right. You know, like it's just like a very like magical thing to bring to someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I I wrote, you know, a lot of nice things and then I wrote the treats are gorgeous. They're wrapped in cute ass mini cake boxes and they're absolutely delicious. This is a wonderful business. <laughs> All right. I gave five stars to Ebbets Field Flannels, which is okay. I'll just read the thing. What, they make, what is that? They make uh, like uh, they like replicate vintage uh, baseball clothes and like jerseys and jackets and hats and shit. You so never like, even buy anything. From, you've never I, bought anything from there. Can't even lie. I don't have the money to shop here, but <laughs> Lord knows I creep on their stuff on Instagram. I figured I'd give them five stars because I've window shopped virtually for a few years now. Now and it does my heart good to see what they're up to. Pretty much the dopest shit I've never worn. Oh, <laughs> oh my boy, you don't have nothing good. I know that place is, you know, you talk about that place all the time. I know. I just want, I just want their like Tacoma Rainiers, like, uh, it's like their grounds crew jacket. I want all the Tacoma Rainiers here. Okay. <laughs> okay. So my next one. <laughs> I wrote a five-star review for Sprouts Market, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Which, we, by the way, is like a big corporate grocery store. Uh, yeah, but I think that they're like franchisee. That one, I feel like like they're... You don't know that. You don't know that they're big <laughs> in corporate. How many how many locations do you think they have? I, well, there are definitely like two in Salt Lake City, not to mention like eight here in Los Angeles. They are around, but they're not like... There's not as many as there are Ralph's or Whole Foods or anything okay, like I'm, that. Okay, it's okay. So it's, it's Muriel's like in, underdog corporate uh, love it story. Is. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a great story. It, it is, is a, great. Well, I mean, <laughs> what by our house is wild. <laughs> it's like people are just, I don't know what it is. So like. It has definitely like a halfway house vibe in terms of the whole. There's thing. a lot of weird shit going on there. Yeah. Right now, there's a guy who is, I think he's just the attendant to the gate. But he's the a parking lot. The gate. parking lot guy. And he just pulls his mask down underneath his chin, stands up there and then yell sings the entire day. He has a boombox and he just yell sings over this boombox. Yeah, like 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 you say like atonal like I feel a little pull coming through oh, yeah. on uh, yeah. you. Yeah, no, it was just like <laughs> it's the weirdest thing and it's so loud and he does it hella enthusiastically all day. So that's like a great indication. Like that's um, just before you even walk in. You the walk store. in. In the the way that you get in with driving the cars, the things are broken. Yeah, right. It's like you don't have to pay, but you have to take a ticket and no one validates it. <laughs> yeah, right, you go right. in, there's a super grumpy, uh, com- like the security guard guy is not <laughs> He's feeling, not friendly. Not friendly. Well, he has to listen to that guy sing all day. He's mad. He then, hates the guy singing. And there's so much like, I mean, like people are actually pretty friendly, but it's kind of that thing. Like I have like a handful of people that I appreciate but dread yeah uh when that work at different places that i go to a bunch like at the at the um the nordstrom rack by our house yeah um there's this lady who always tries to get me to buy a nordstrom card or talk to me forever (laughs) and she stresses me out so bad 
<laughs> she's wild. She has like the craziest hair and she's like loud. And every time I go in, she's like really aggressively tries to get me to sign up for this Nordstrom card. And I'm just like, you have got to be kidding me. I just waited like 20 minutes of this. Line. <laughs> yeah, right. Stop doing this. <laughs> yeah. But I really appreciate her energy in her life. I just, yeah. she just stresses me out. But so like the, the whole store is kind of filled with employees like that. Yeah, right. Like where you're like, I am, I am so glad you're living your life. Yeah. That's great. I am going to avoid your line if I can help <laughs> yeah, it. Right. You have an energy I would can, uh, you know, just if I can dodge, I shall. Yeah. This one guy got really mad at me for putting two different kinds of raw meats in the same plastic bag. Yeah, right. Because he said that they were going to contaminate each other with um, like salmonella. And I just wanted to be like. I can't do this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, anyways, but you did give them a five-star review. I did. I love them. Yeah. And, you know, and the main thing is, I said, you know, my main thing about my review with them, they have a big selection of specialty foods at decent prices. I comparison shopped at Sprouts Prices against Ralph and Whole Foods uh, for the same bunch of items, and Sprouts was the cheapest. Plus, I love not giving my money to Bezos. <laughs> Thanks, Sprouts. <laughs> Watch business like buys sprouts. I know, right? <laughs> I know, I know. But it is. It's a good place. And if you're feeling like you have like gut problems or anything or you need specialty foods, I think it's a good alternative to Whole Foods. All right. Nick's next five-star review okay, is for Frank's Restaurant. I will forever be grateful for Frank's. Aww. I live in the neighborhood and there's no better place to get an actually affordable breakfast. Servers are ridiculously nice. Food comes out fast. Salsa is great and makes every single thing on their menu brighten with freshness and life. <laughs> if I was mega wealthy, I would pay them exceptionally well to never change and never raise their prices. Every neighborhood deserves a Frank's. Oh, that's a sweet one. I'm telling you, these are good. I'm not and saying they're bad. No, but I'm saying I need. I, I liked writing them. They made me feel better. And reading them out loud makes me feel better again. I don't know. You don't have to defend yourself. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I do. I know. <laughs> okay, what's your next one? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I have any other ones. What? You only did a couple? I love Frank's. Frank's I know. is the best. I know. It is the Frank's, best. Frank's, when you show up and you, you go up to have breakfast at like 8 a.m., they are bringing you a basket of chips and a yeah right it's basically a mexican restaurant (laughs) they close at five but they do breakfast in the mornings oh they're so great all right well i got another one ready to go joe's on broadway five stars haven't been to joe's in over five years but was just remembering the time we asked the bartender about a bottle of liquor we didn't recognize (laughs) it was malort and he said he wouldn't serve it to us because people puke after a single shot sometimes we begged him to let us try and finally he did we loved hated it of course and for a few years after that he was always down to help trick to help us trick out of towners into taking shots of malort (laughs) no one ever barfed everyone always loved that bar one time i sat with five or six drinkers in their 70s and watched an episode of two and a half men in absolute silence <laughs> the jukebox was world class truly a great bar that bar was fantastic i wish there was something like that oh my god i love that place all right well i'm on a roll i'm gonna go again ready island soul Okay, this is in Columbia City. People in Seattle have grown accustomed to great restaurants in every neighborhood. I haven't lived in Seattle for 12 years, but every time I visit Columbia City where I grew up, I'm floored by how good the restaurants are, and Island Soul might be the very best. I've eaten everything on the menu, I think, and can tell you just order whatever you think sounds good. 
I can promise you it will be. I haven't eaten there in years at this point, but my sources say it's still strong as ever. <laughs> Plus, there's always some true school Seattle heads either working or eating there. So forget rolling your eyes about how Seattle has changed. It's impossible to go to Island Soul and complain about Seattle culture. Eat here and have some fun. Oh, Nicholas, you're such a sweet little bunny. Five stars, the long room. For the love of God, long live the long room. I haven't been here for seven or eight years, but I pray when I get to visit Chicago again, the long room is still thriving. I spent so many nights here with friends I was meeting in the comedy scene and becoming truly close with them. So many great craft beers. There was always something new to try. One of the best looking bars I can think of in a glorious patio. Long live the long room. <laughs> that place was great. Okay. Was that all of them? Yeah. That was all of them. I did them all. That was it. You know what? I have I thought like if we opened our little shitty dive bar, I wanted to get stickers say that stickers that said uh, like uh, we don't give a fuck what people say on Yelp. Yeah, you know? right. But now that I've said nice things on Yelp, I think I really like it. You know, I, I mean, that was pretty great. And yeah. it was really easy on the app. Like, I still think that it people wield too much power. Like, cause yeah, it's so dumb to give someone one stars because you don't like the music. Yeah, right. Or like parking was bad. No, It's just like, come on. That's not what it's for. <laughs> yeah, Go right. to school. But it was like, I can see how it would be addictive. But it also just felt good to like. I just reviewed stuff that I use all the time. I just realized what? I was going to sit here and say I've never left a one star review, but that's not true. I literally just left my first one star review on Amazon because we bought that stupid USB adapter thing and it doesn't work. And they're they have like over seventy five hundred <laughs> five star reviews. Apparently, like they're star like they have all these like five star things. But when you actually read what people says, it's garbage. So Amazon, a.k.a evil Bezos, whatever his name is, is tricking people into buying this bullshit Eakling or whatever it's called, USB hub C adapter Nicholas. thing, and it sucks shit. Fuck that thing. I wrote a one-star review, and I'm pissed about it, and writing that one-star review felt good, but honestly didn't feel anywhere near as good as writing a five-star review for places I love. That was <laughs> a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was pretty fun. I think like I feel I've written a couple bad reviews for um for Uber and Lyft. Oh right, but that was only because they either straight up put me in danger or yeah, they were right. straight up sexually harassing me. Right. Yeah. So I just had to say these guys are really dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Don't let them drive. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I just kind of don't. But I am really in a good mood after that. Yeah, that yeah. totally worked. Yeah. Good vibes. <laughs> Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Thank, Thank you, you for listening. Yoga you guys are incredible as always. And um, I don't know if you're feeling like leaving some reviews. Muriel, what can they do? Well, you can leave a review on our podcast. Because <laughs> actually, you know what? We have we didn't get one for the whole month of September. I know. Nobody said anything. Our numbers are great and our reviews are not. So <laughs> yes. go ahead and review us up. You know, or do it for some place you really love. It's yeah, right. Nice. Or some other podcast that's great. And then just say, like, I love this podcast. And I was inspired to leave this review by Hella in your 30s. You know, just name drop us on a review for uh, some other podcast. Yeah, that's right. We're we'll just trying to get the word out there, man. <laughs> yeah, you know we'll what take I'm saying? It. We'll take it. All right. Um, thank you to the Klein Party for hooking up some music. Make sure to check out enchantedchildren.com. 
org. All right. Uh, Davy Blue is, is an incredible teacher. She's got a magnificent mind, she, and she's really uh, has uh, dedicated a ton of her professional life to putting on these incredibly enriching classes for children. So if you got some kids and you want them to have some magical playtime, enchantedchildren.org. I'll put the link in the show notes. Yes. That's it. We love you, Campfire. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Michelle Veray. And I'm Kimberly Trung, and we are the host of Crush Fictionally, a podcast all about your favorite fictional characters from movies, TV shows, and more. Each episode, we pick a theme, curate a list of characters that we love, why we love them, and some fun facts about the people who created them. So if you've ever felt a true connection with a fictional character, tune in to Crush Fictionally on Campfire Media or wherever you find your podcast. Campfire.